Todd and Rob in the afternoon. Hey, afternoon delight. With Todd and Rob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Welcome Ooh, to the new. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the new media show. It's another another Wednesday. We're back at it. So how you been, Rob? I'm doing terrific, Todd. It's great. Uh, we're coming up into conference season again. It's it's funny how that works. You know, it it was a bunch of them towards the uh, end of summer, and and now there's a bunch of them coming into spring. So I'm excited to get out and see podcasters and see the industry um, now wearing a new hat. So right. oh, that's right, <laughs> wearing a new hat, wearing the Podbean hat. Yeah. So uh, that ought to be interesting. Hey, we are lit and live. I want to thank all of you that are tuning in live to see, although I didn't see the bat signal go out on uh, one of the apps. I don't see Podverse. Oh, there we go. Podverse did kick it finally. So uh, we're up with uh, Podverse and all the other apps. So uh, those of you that are listening on a new podcast app at newpodcastapps.com, uh, boost away. We we are going to watch for your boost. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, hey, thanks everyone for uh, for tuning in today. Um, we are, uh, you know, Rob. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> There's actually surprisingly a lot of stuff going on right now. It, things definitely picked up. You know, we we've been testing um. Valley for Valley or lit everything in our, in our platform. And then we're mm-hmm. implementing in PowerPress and they're all demoing it to me today. And, and I've got a new developer that's working on it. And I'm like, by the way, I said, channels, categories, taxonomy, podcasting. Uh, I said, you don't have any of those enabled. Have you copied that code over to those section? And he's like, huh? <laughs> <What's that? laughs> so so we had a little had a little quick call and i got the 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 other developer on i said uh can you give him a rundown of how this you know because i think there's like 25 different ways you can make a feed in PowerPress. one size mm-hmm. doesn't fit all so i was like uh so we we've got everything ready <laughs> it's working in the feed uh so maybe next week on PowerPress and everything but uh yeah, but we had we had a couple of big announcements. Well, one, we launched a new product called Quick Links. Did you see our uh did you see our uh our page? Did you look? I have not seen it yet. So oh, so I have why to want sh- you throw it up uh, and see if I can show you. It's it's at podcast.show forward slash new media. So let me uh load it up here and see if I can find the right button to push. Uh, not that one, this one, and this is what it is. It's kind of like a, um, it's designed to allow people, and we're going to have more features in a premium version of this, but it's basically designed to get everything you need for social and for your show to subscribe and all the, basically a quick way to promote the podcast. So mm-hmm. we, we've got newmediashow.com. We can promote the website, but this is just for podcasters that may need a little more and we've got the ability to see all the destinations, connect on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can play the latest uh, um, episodes of the show. Matter of fact, I need to change us to the, uh, to the new player because uh, I've got the old player set up so we can actually see the closed caption. But let me give you an idea what it looks like for Geek News. So you got the ability. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... 
Yeah, it's so a different. Uh, that's a different design of the player. Right? Yeah, that's the new player, um, the one with the closed caption support. So I'll get that switched out. It's just a setting I have to make in uh, in our dashboard. But okay. really, what we decided to do with this was it's basically a part of a SmartLinks competitor, Chartable. So we rolled this out to give right. and and ultimately there's going to be tracking and a whole bunch of other stuff we're going to add to it. But this is V1. Uh, or they said MVP one, <laughs> whatever it's called in the coding world. But anyway, that, uh, that's got some good press. And then I think I can announce it here because not a lot of people are listening, but the, uh, uh, we actually integrated with Hophonic. So we're l- releasing media mastering and oh, wow. integrated okay. with Hophonic. So when a podcaster uploads their file wave or MP3, hopefully wave, Mm-hmm. We'll ship it over to Phonic. They'll process it, send it back, and uh, for those that opt in, a, to get to get a media mastered, uh, um, media mastered file. So, um, so what's the scope of the processing that they're typically doing on the audio files? Well, the way we set it up was um, they're going to set the levels at minus sixteen mm-hmm. luffs. We're mm-hmm. doing noise reduction adaptive leveling and normalization. So we oh, okay. pre-selected three settings and uh, a default bit rate for the file to come back to us at. So oh, um, okay. we're going to give all our customers 30 days to play with that. And then it, then it, then they have to pay for it. But um, we're pretty excited about that. I, I don't know. Have you used a phonic before Rob? I have not. Um, so do you give the option of different uh, playback bit rates on the, we, uh, on the coming back part? Yeah, well, they can set the bit rate on what they want and if they okay. want it stereo or mono. So I think by default we set it to 128, but, 128, but right. people can select whatever they want, whatever level sure. in the settings. Sure. And it was really um, one of those things where I've used a phonic for years, years and years and years, since, since their inception. And I'm mm-hmm. uh, a big, big fan of their products. So we knew they had an API. There's another host that's integrated with Aphonic, but they don't admit that it's Aphonic. But I think Aphonic has such a good brand name. We wanted to make sure we recognize that what was powering this media mastering. I uh, think the, that platform begins with the letter or the word buzz. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, they've been integrated uh, for a while. They don't call it that, but I, right. I, I, they, they, they re, I, I think it's magic mastering. Magic mastering, right. yeah. So, yeah, okay, there's nothing magic to it. You see, we send it over to Aphonic, they process it and send it back. You know, and it is magic what happens. You it's know, a bit of marketing spin on that. This right. sh- this show's yeah. always been mastered with Aphonic from the very very beginning. So, uh, you know, I, and again, I do no editing except cutting yeah. the ends and send it off. So, pretty excited about that. And then we got some other stuff coming at the end of the month. So. There's my pitch. I'm pitching. Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. So. But anyway, so what's going on at Podbean? <laughs> well, like I said, we're getting fired up for the conferences coming up. You know, Podfest is coming. And so we're, we've got a big play that we're doing down there. So, oh, good. so and then we're doing this show down there too. Yep. So yep. that that's the big thing. And then Podbean is pushing hard on the the programmatic advertising stuff oh, okay. like everybody else is. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, like. 
Yeah, so it's, you know, it's just, and we've seen some numbers come back for uh, December, and December numbers are looking mm-hmm. pretty good, and, you know, we're pretty pleased where the programmatic is as well, so. Yeah, I think it's a good alternative for podcasters as opposed to waiting until they get a huge show before they can tap into, you know, some advertising revenue. Right. So, yeah, I think it's terrific. So, yeah, but, there's lots of stuff going on, you know, in the news and so things like that. Too. So what is what is the story with with Google? I mean, they they have what they I guess does Google Podcast the the interface still exist? Uh the the app still exists. I pulled that up on my phone um just earlier today after I saw the article <sighs> that that came out in Pod News. So if you want to read more about this, you know, go go check out podnews.net uh in today's um newsletter and it talks talks quite a bit about this but but it appears that all they've done is remove the links from google search results that just sucks 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 well part of the i think the back back side of the story is is that um this capability is getting um integrated with the the youtube team so you know they're basically overseeing this and yeah i'm I'm not quite sure why they felt that they had to remove it from the search results. Because uh, the, they wanted to show up in the YouTube search results. At probably. Some point. That would be a reasonable, you know, right. assumption at this point, right? Um, but the the Google Podcast app um, is still functioning from what I can tell. So here I have to promote it because Google, you know, you flipped us the bird. And I'm just going to be frank. That's what they have done here. And Apple, now is the time. Now, now is the time since Google can't get their act together. Now is the time to put a podcast app on Android. Now's the yeah. time. Right. You know, you have no, there's no excuse at this point to do this. Um, but, well, you know, they did it with music, so I don't understand why they can't do it with yeah, podcasts. It's, it's time, and because this is just a, a step backwards. Now, one thing that I kind of spouted off on the Mastodon instance this morning on podcastindex.social was the, I said, well, subscribe on Android. Here we go again. One click, you know, we brought this to the market, what, 10 years ago? Now, probably we need to go back and look at that code snippet that we provide app developers right? and make sure it still works and let these Android apps and some of these folks are doing new podcast apps invoke that code so that we can one click again. I I think, you know, if I go to Geekness Central, let me, or new media show, let's go over to new media show. And what happens now, of course, I'm not on my phone. Uh, if I go over to New Media Show, then I click on the Google Podcast stuff. But what, what does it do? It does take me to at least the listing still. Mm-hmm. But how much longer is this going to be available? How long before this is gone? Oh, the the listing in Google search results. Yeah how how long before podcast.google.com is gone? How long before? How long does this stay up? Because what until. Until we see something in YouTube, probably would be my guess. So do I want to be promoting that they, they, they're idiots. Do, do, do I want to start promoting Google podcasts now as a destination? 
Well, I, think I, Todd, I don't I think, trust him. I think, Todd, we kind of have to back up and look at this, um, I think, from another another perspective, too. And that's, um, I don't know that that many people are listening to podcasts in episode links off of Google search results. So I think that's probably something that they probably put a, put a metric tracker on mm-hmm. to find out how many people are actually listening to audio off of a search result versus clicking a link and going to the podcast app and listening right there. Right. So that may be what's going on here because from what I can tell the links to go to various platforms hasn't, hasn't changed. Right, it's just that the, hasn't the changed. playback links in the Google search results. That's what's primarily gone. It's, it's discouraging to me because now, the, now I'm not, I'm not really surprised though, Todd, if you look at the past, um, Search results, Google's actually done this before. So this isn't the first time that we've done this, this rodeo with these guys. They actually had an audio tab at the top of search results many years ago. And what they found was, is that there just wasn't a lot of activity around it and they pulled it out. Well, they've deprecated podcasting once again. You know, a large part of my traffic is, is Google. Now it's not going to affect my Google search results for episodes. Right. People can still find your podcast. Right. Let's be, let's be really clear. Yep. It's, yep. it's just that those links to actually play the episode in the search results right. are gone. Right. But everything else is still there. Um, so it's still important to be in Google podcasts. And I believe you're, I don't think you're getting a big hit from, from plays or I, downloads. I think what's going to happen, this is what I predict, whatever they're doing over at YouTube. Right. They're wanting to get that traffic coming over. Well, to them, ultimately. The, you know, Google is not a, not a fan of RSS. No, why, why they, would they be? They, you you know, they, it? they barely kept feed burner online. Though so, I've heard that there's a new team working on that. Well, a little small team that did a small update last right. year. Well, that's more than they've done. In okay. <laughs> I think they had to, cause the servers they were running on had, right. were full of lint. You know, because they were literally like on their last legs and someone said, well, maybe we ought to go over here and dust this off and, you know, at least fix the security bugs or whatever else was going on. Yeah. But the feed burner air filter needed to be changed. Right. So, but, so, (laughs) but they've never been a, you know, they've, they've not been a fan of RSS. So if they are going to do, this is my prediction. They are going to roll everything. It's in podcast.google.com to YouTube. They're going to bring all those listings into YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. When, uh, who knows? Based on this, I would say two to three months. Um, that would be my prediction. But I, do you That's think reasonable. they're going to get into the hosting game? You say, come over here and host your podcast at Google. And do you think that's going to happen? It's not going to be Google. I mean, YouTube, same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's the same thing. So I know just, I mean, all you have to do is look at the, the YouTube model and you know, who's, who's going to be the YouTube of podcasting is the question that I would ask myself. Well, the, in, in no, well, nobody, uh, well, YouTube, well, YouTube, but the problem <laughs> is, I, you know, this show has been on YouTube. For 10 years. Yeah. Right. We don't get sh- beep for listens over there. No. 
so you know they, well, they, it's they, been like what one one percent less than one percent of traffic to all of our oh metrics less than, less than that yeah, you know let's right. you know it's it's probably one half of you know like maybe one tenth of one percent or something it's it's tiny it's nothing you know so it isn't going to have a negative impact. I so think. No, no, but yeah. the it's the perception. It is. You know, it's yeah. just like the shiny, stupid carrot over it at Spotify. Well, Todd, I, you know, I'm going to pull back history on this a little bit too, because we saw the same pattern happen in the last economic decline right. that we had. That major one. This was one that was back in 2008, 2009. Um, a lot of the big, uh, corporations got out of podcasting. That's completely. True. Yeah. They so jumped. who knows what's going to happen? I don't think that's necessarily going to happen this time because there's too many business models wrapped up in podcasting. Well, they're, uh, they're going to go then, break. There wasn't really any business models wrapped up in podcasting. Yeah. That, so, except they're going to break. I mean, go broke. Or they'll pull back on the number of shows that they have. And I, I think that's happening to some degree. Yeah. They're cutting staff. They're, they're less able to produce new, new content. Well, you just look at um, one of the individuals. It, it appears, let's see, what's the name of the company starts with a C. They had a layoff over there. Um, I remember who that is. Yeah, what's the, my brain is having a brain, brain fart right now. I got to look at my, because I sent a message to the person that was laid off and said, hey, send me your resume. Um, who was it? Well, I'll go over here and look. It was uh, Casto Castios has had a, had a, had I don't know had oh yeah right had maybe more than one layoff. So, you know, I, I don't know how many there's you know I know of one person so may, at least they had at least one. So, that's curious to me that uh, and I've heard some rumors on some other shows people talking about some podcast hosts are struggling that are teetering on the edge. So, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, we see it. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty flat right now. There's, there's enough customers coming in, but it's pretty flat at this point. Yeah. I hear, uh, this conflict in the medium right now, when people comment about this topic, um, people wanted to pump it up saying podcasting is healthy and going great oh, and all this it's stuff. Flat. And it's flat. It's, it's, that's not the reality. No, it's not. It's, it's pretty right. flat right now. Right. So. And, and I don't think that should be a surprise to anyone right now. Think, you know, looking at the landscape of right. what's happening. Right. Um, well, then another factor with this Google podcast pullback, um, I guess they also pulled back from the Google podcast creators program, which was in partnership, I, I believe with PRX. Hmm. Uh, so they pulled the plug on that. So clearly they're, Pulling back on investment well, well, in this area and staff. Well, PRX took a bunch of money to implement a, a bastardized version of value for value. And right. Right. I heard they took 80 grand to implement. So anytime someone pays you to implement something, you have to go, hmm, you know, who who's the beneficiary? And uh, I'm not the genesis of that that uh, thought process. I heard that on another show about the, I heard on Podcasting 2.0, I heard him talking about the PRX deal. Mm -hmm. So, 
instead of joining the party with the rest of the boys, they decided, and gals, they decided to go do their own thing, but they got paid to do something and probably some shit coin or something like that that is uh, being used. I, I don't know. I'm just, it, it, it's, it's a curious time. And actually, last night I got home from work and uh, I was talking to my mom a little bit and I told her, I said, things feel weird right now. Not just business-wise. It just feels mm-hmm. feels Things a little feel very unsettled. Fe- a little weird. And the conversations I'm having with people are good, um, but it feels a little, you know, there's definitely the phone's not ringing as much as it was, and I'm having to do more outreach. Um, you know, we still have our heads. I know we literally have our heads down going as fast as we can, rolling out new stuff. Um, I'm tired of being on the tailing edge. I want to be on the leading edge. And that's, you know, that's hard to do that. And, um, yeah, it is hard, but I have come up with a, a hell of a good idea that everyone on my team agrees is a good idea, but can't tell you, Rob, what that is. You can't? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> All of our listeners get to miss out. Then. That's right. They do. It took me two months, two months to decipher it in my head. Literally. Some opportunity unexplored. Yes, you know, a lot of code work. <laughs> so I also like this other uh, lead story in Pod News from a couple of days ago too about um, the podcast categories that um, have the longest listens. Oh. Do you see this one? Yeah, I saw it. And it's not surprising. I mean, it's really kind of a nothing story in some ways because uh, podcasts generally are long listen. It's a long listen medium. At least that's the history is right, but it's the same, pretty much the same show, same categories as the most popular categories. So, so I don't know how, how significant this is, but, uh, society and culture, comedy, news, true crime, health and fitness. Those are the top four or five, um, categories in podcasting period. It doesn't matter what, how long the podcasts are. Right. I think in some ways, kind of the the longer podcasts are typically the more popular ones. So it makes sense. It does. Yeah. And and I think that um, what we have is, I, I don't know, I guess the, you know, I just don't, I don't care really about those statistics. Do you? Well, I, I just don't think that they're that helpful to tell you anything about anything. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, I'm, I mean, if you were like a creator that was saying, well, I'm just going to go create a society and culture podcast. What exactly is that? that right. That's the question. And why would I even think like that? I don't think like that when I think of what kind of new show that I want to come up with. I don't think about, well, I'm going to make a show because it's a comedy and that's, a, that's number two on this list. So yeah, you know, it's I- about, you know, it's the wrong motivation to even be worried about these things. I've got a, um, invited to participate in a pitch contest and they yeah, did, I did too. It's probably the same one. Yes. I did a, <laughs> I did a pre-interview for that and I was just basically talking, you know, what, what do you look for? Yeah. And I said, it's really not what I look for. I look for what's the goal of the show and what's the passion behind it. 
you know, it, because this is what I tell content creators all the time. It's like, you know, you want to do a podcast, but what's your goal? What's your goal in creating that content? And, um, the, um, and if the goal isn't really known, that's a show that's destined for failure because you don't know where you're headed with that show. No. And, uh, and then do you have the chops to, you know, to back it up? So I, I don't know. I'm just, um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So I guess you and I are both on that, that pitch contest. We'll be judging the submissions. Yeah. And also do podcast listeners want video? It's, this was another topic. That oh we yeah. That's what I actually entitled the YouTube today. I entitled, yeah. I entitled the YouTube. Let's see. What have I call it? I called it. Will podcasters adopt live streaming? Well, based on everything, that at least I'm doing at Blueberry. I hope so. <laughs> You know, because we're doing You've this. Been counting on that for a long time. Well, this time. lit, this because of this lit thing. You know, I think we we know the value of doing live, live and and video too. Right, right. I think video. That's the that's that's the bigger distinction here. You know, I think I'll, it's still surprising to me how many people think that you know, video and podcasting is something new and right. hot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Me- meanwhile, we've been doing. I think we've done video right. on the show from the beginning. Yeah, we have. So whatever yeah. episode, you know, whatever episode number, or however long far, time ago. This yeah, a like, long time what, ago. And I was doing eleven or something. And I was doing Geek yeah. News Central before that, you know. So that's the, you know, that's the crazy part too. So, um, I'm just gonna look because I keep forgetting what the date is. But it is interesting um, that this this, I guess the survey from morning consult came back, said that 46% of podcast listeners say they prefer listening to podcasts with video. When it's kind did, of an interesting way of referring to that. When will, quite. when will they find time? That, Cause that's the challenge here with, you know, the video piece. We yeah, know but it's a confusing um, sentence when you read it, they prefer listening to podcasts with video. That's, I mean, there's a more simplistic way of saying it. They prefer watching video podcasts. Right. It would be the simple way of saying it, but that's not kind of how it's written, which makes me wonder if it's a more complex answer to what that phrase means. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, they're listening to podcasts via video, right? Yeah. But they may not be watching it. That's true. <laughs> which is more of a YouTube experience, right? Yeah. So if you think about your walking around, doing errands or something like that. And there's a show that you like that you think it's a podcast and you click play and it's a video. You, you slide the phone in your pocket. It's playing the video, but you're only listening to the audio. Is that what he's really saying? Yeah. So I know when this show, this show, new media show, the first episode of it was April 14th, 2013 with Jim Lauterbach, but we did the Saturday morning tech show for a couple of years before that. Prior to that. Right. So I don't think I've got, I have to go on another site and look for the, that archive. But um, yeah, those were, so we've been doing more than 10 years, maybe 12 years. Yeah. Geek New Central has been since episode 677 and I'm a thousand episodes further down the road on that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. really around the same 
same time frame, I think. So in this uh, survey, it says that the reason that, that listeners prefer video, it looks like, is to see, you know, while they're watching video. Right. They prefer to see facial expressions and reactions from the hosts and the guests. So, you know, it's really basic to human visual communications, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about facial gestures, that adds a depth to the audio that that you typically don't get in a podcast, an right. audio podcast. Um, so, but a lot of these are probably not podcasts, but they're just YouTube shows. True. So, you know, it's an interesting thing. You know, if, if YouTube does get into podcasting, I'm fascinated to know how they're going to manage that relationship between a video show and an audio show, how they're going to manage that in their platform. Are they going to have a, a listing that has a link to the audio and then a link to the video, or are they going to segregate this and keep each side, you know, um, separated. Right. So video side over here and the audio side over there in a different area on the platform, or are they going to try and combine it together somehow? Um, I think that's an interesting question for them that they don't really have an answer for that on the music side too much. I don't think, No. but they could, I suppose. Yeah, I just, you know, I go to YouTube, watch videos. I don't go to, I don't right. go. That's true. So my first episode actually in Geek News Central that I streamed live was February 22nd, 2011. Okay. So. Yeah, that's about the time frame that I thought, you know. Yeah, so that, that would be, what's it's 22, so more than 12, almost 12 years. No, no, 11, 10 is 21, about 11 years. Mm-hmm. So about right, about eleven years. Hmm. I went that long before starting to live stream. That's amazing that I only did audio for uh, did audio for seven years before I got into video. <laughs> of course, you know <laughs> that's, I, I, that's uh, longer than most people do their podcasts. So. <laughs> but you know, right. but but you think about it though. Those first doing video in two thousand eleven, it was hard. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. It wasn't like this. Right. And I think at the yeah. time we were on Ustream or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I guess you're right. The question really then becomes, does, um, do we, do we see more live streaming? I think we will with all the tools. Yeah. So, I, I don't see live streaming slowing down. Um, but I, I think it does create a deeper connection with your audience and, and able to see, you know, our, our faces, the, the question gets back to is, are, are we compelling enough in our visual presentation right. to, to be playing on the big screen TVs in our living rooms? And that's, the, I know the, that's where I watch the compel- a lot of the YouTube stuff is on my big screen the, television. The compelling stuff are people that have big studios three or four people in a studio throwing spitballs back and forth. That's to me is, you know, it's true. It's the, those interactions. They have someone that's actively live switching between multiple cameras. These people have very, very expensive setups. It's not taught in a studio and Rob, you know, you look at what we have here. We're both, you know, we have great backgrounds. They're not Mm -hmm. that dynamic, but they're, you know, they're, they're big enough that, you know, there's something a little bit to look at. So it's not like a, 
like a bedroom closet door or something no. like that, that. You know, and that's it. Right. So I guess the question then becomes, you know, first of all, I know when I built my studio in my house in Honolulu, I took up a whole bedroom. Mm-hmm. I had a four bedroom place. I put the two boys in one room. I had a, a daughter had her own room. And master bedroom, of course, but you know, my boys had to, my boys would have normally had their own rooms. So I sack, you know, they had to sacrifice a, a bed, you know, in their own room for me having that studio. When I moved out of Hawaii, the boys were glad they got their own rooms finally, you know, of course they had become teenagers by that point. So you know, not everyone can take up a bedroom in a, in a house or an apartment to have a studio. You know, maybe they have, I see YouTubers all the time. They're like propping up cameras in different locations, trying to do something, have a little green screen behind them or, you know, and they don't have professional sets. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, I select the places that I live based on the ability of me having my right. own home studio, right? And, you know, yeah. I used to have enough bedrooms and stuff. And, you know, I, and I thought at some point um, I'd like to travel a little bit more and I'd like to go spend a month someplace. And when I do, okay, then how am I going to ac- accommodate doing this show? You know, what I'm going to have to do is what am I going to have to travel with? I'm going to travel with a kit again. I'm going to have to have something that blocks out my background. Uh, maybe some, a few lights. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously something better than a, just a mic I'm holding on to. So there's going to have to be some thought into how do I maintain to be able to do the show if I travel. Um, if I'm If I'm away from the studio for a month. Um, and it's something I really want to do this year. So I've been thinking about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. My, you well, know. it gets back to, I think your big challenge with that strategy is being able to get, um, reliable bandwidth. Yeah. Bandwidth is not as big of a deal anymore. As it used to be. Right. Yeah. And, and, and obviously you use products like StreamYard and that kind of stuff. Then it, it's, you, it's, it's manageable. Um, right. Because it, it records locally. Right. So it's, right. it's, it's not as, uh, it's not as of the big lift. I remember before when I was taking, I took video to Japan. I was doing, I was still in the Navy and I took a, you know, I, I traveled with a box that, well, actually when I was doing some federal stuff, I traveled with a box and I did, you know, I did live and did video from a, like a one room, you know, with, mm-hmm. and I humped a whole, it was like 50 pound box of stuff. It was a big pain in the butt. And I used to do that at CES too. I have a studio in the hotel room as well as on the floor. So I can, so I finally said, forget it. I'm not doing that no more. Broken gear, broken cases, broken microphones, stuff getting banged up. Yeah, I remember those days when you built your own custom. Yeah. I had, box. A, had a custom right. stream box, everything. Yeah. That sucker was the MV, you know, but when you see it come off the luggage thing and the lids popped off thing. Right. Wires are dangling and, and knobs are missing and that kind of stuff. You're like, ah, you know, your thousands of dollars a gear is getting yeah. beat up. So they don't exactly treat your luggage very well. No, do they? and not, right. a, not yeah. at all. But to, at least today with the roadcaster and some other stuff, you can at least, 
have a good audio chain and not have like five pieces of gear you need to travel with. So I, I don't know, maybe I think this, this live streaming stuff is going to take off. I think it's, I think it'll be a subset of people that do it. So what's the baby step? Do we get them audio streaming first? Is that the easier lift or is it just easier to go straight to video? I think, well, I think from a distribution standpoint, I think it's definitely um, jumping ahead to do, do the video streaming uh, first, because if you're just doing audio, you're, you typically have more limited distribution, right? That's the, that's the only li limitation yep. that's there. I would love to see wider distribution of uh, live audio streaming, but I think people are more compelled by live video anyway. So yeah. Martin sent me a 50,000 sat booth saying stickers, please. <laughs> yes, I am. I am way, way late. Uh, Martin from the tea party media podcast. That's a hundred thousand sats. He sent now for stickers. So, um, I, this completely my fault, Martin. I just, I'm going to have to get Rob a pack of stickers and envelopes and stuff because Rob has obviously more time than I do to ship this kind of stuff out. So, Oh, I do. You do. Okay. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a triple one from uh, Mike Dell basket of Richard. So, uh, one, one, one sats. Thanks for that, Mike. Um, we're not going to call it what it is in American terms. Hey Todd, did you see this uh, this company in in Germany that basically is doing a daily tech news show and is using um, cloning technology powered by AI to clone um, this person's voice in a variety of different languages? Hmm. Uh, and and I guess growing the show by. Thirty-seven percent. So it sounds like this as they are talking well, it, about it could, a show. It could be, right? But I think more and more, I think we are going to see this kind of translational technology being being applied so, to try and get our like this show. If we put it into this engine, it could probably create a version of the show in German and French and uh, all this stuff. Boy, I bet right. you that'll be compelling. <laughs> You, Rob, I'll leave that up to you and, uh, you can, if you figure it out, then, uh, you know, you can pu publish that German show on Podbean and, and right. have it heard, heard over there. He, here's, um, I did a little experiment and I reveal tomorrow the results. Mm. So over on Geek News Central, there's two articles, CES, and I, I had them formatted relatively close. One of them is called CES 2023 Wrap-Up. The other one is Blueberry Podcasting introduces Quick Links. One of the two articles is written by AI with about 15 minutes of editing. So I have a contest going on, and anybody that wants that's listening to this show that wants to participate, feel free to do so. Just go over there, and from the last episode, you'll be able to see um, 1643, you'll be able to see the criteria, but you just got to send me an email and say, CS 2023 wrap up was written by an AI or blueberry podcasting induces quick links was written by an AI. And again, one of the articles had about 15 minutes of editing because it got some stuff really wrong. And I thought that you didn't like, uh, AI technology. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just think it's, <laughs> 
Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> you can't use chat GBT now if you wanted to. Good luck. Good luck getting onto it. I know it's it's so crowded you can't even get any cycles. But on there's it. Jasper, there's contents.com, there's some other ones you can pay to use. And uh so anyway, just go over there, Rob, and put your put your uh put your guess into the hat on which one it is, and I will reveal tomorrow on my tech show which one of the two articles is been written by an AI. And I think ye, the results are going to be interesting when I reveal. So um, I know which pe way people are leaning right now because I see the entries coming in. So um, yeah, go ahead and, and give it a run. Read through them and see if you can figure out which one it is. I write a certain way, so it should be, you should be able to see my writing right. come through. You should be able to. Keywords, well, it depends on if you went in and kind of edited it and put it some things in your own words. Well, I too, mostly right? deleted stuff that was wrong. I deleted whole oh. sentences of stuff that was wrong, replaced a few words, changed a couple of things, and left it at that. So it did, the AI article did have editing. If I, if I had just published it the way it was, it would be like, who smoking crack? You know, it's, yeah. it's not right. So. So speaking of this AI top topic and the, um, and how that's coming into podcasting, actually, I got a guest for the media show at oh. uh, PodFest. Oh, who's coming on? Deirdre um, Shin, the CEO of, uh, of CapShow is going to join us. Of who? CapShow, which Cap is an Show. AI, AI metadata generator platform it creates like show notes descriptions all that stuff based on your audio all right what's the website capshow.com capshow.com uh, c-a-p-s-h-o.com oh s-h-o no, no show yeah no it's w. not a w there, yeah there's no w capshow.com mm -hmm. how much does this cost let's look uh, they don't say how much it cost. Hmm. Yeah, they they go to pricing and you don't see how much it is. So that means it's expensive. Whenever they don't put the price, <laughs> it always means it's, it's always means that it, or it's free, Todd. You never know. Uh, well, they have. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, and then Rob. Sister Nino is going to be there okay. with us too. So there's, there's a lot of issues that we need, you know, that we can cover and talk about, about the AI technology and the chat, uh, um, GPT, uh, platforms that are, that are developing and becoming popular out there and more and more AI companies. I don't know about you, Todd, but I'm getting hit up by more and more AI companies to do integrations. Well, no um, one's, no one's contacting me. So I guess we don't care. I guess we don't, that we don't mount for nothing. I, I well, I don't know about that, but I, I have, mean, I have not yet gotten a pitch by AI company to integrate. How much does it cost? Well, there's just a bunch of them from taking things from different perspectives, whether it's transcription, whether it's, um, you know, like this cap show type platform that's auto auto generating um, metadata really, um, mm -hmm. to streamline the, 
the publishing process for podcasters. But, but then the day there's a lot of issues that go into this too, right? I mean, if you're, you're generating content based on these AI, um, if you're too simplistic in your requests or, or how you're instructing the AI to help you now, granted podcasting is, is each episode is going to be unique anyway. So you're going to have a custom generated thing, but if you just go to like, like an image generator, or you go to just like an article generator, if you type in a very generic reference, you know, you could have a thousand other people typing the same thing in and generating the same article. Um, so it, it all gets back to customization. Um, and it also gets back to, you know, um, how do we get these AIs to be more intelligent about the creator that's wanting to utilize them, uh, okay. right? And understanding us. As well, publishers. that's where it gets really expensive when it's customized yeah. AI, when it's general. Well, I mean, if you think, yeah, I mean, if you think about how like Descript has done this with the with the uh, cloning, mm-hmm. right, of voices, you have to train it, right? So you have to, that that AI needs to understand you and how you speak and your cadence and how you present your words. And, and then it can, you know, add and make it really sound like you and to have it, but there's still this layer of complexity that humans have. So anyway, I'm, I, I probably doing the panel session right now. So oh, okay. want to go too you far. Know, down I, this I, hole, I, I, I caution this because at some point the venture capital money is going to run out. <laughs> this this stuff is expensive to run. Yeah, it takes a lot of CPU cycles. It's it's a lot. Resources, right? You know, so this is this these tools unless you can license them for a reasonable price, the average podcaster is not going to be able to afford them. You know, I I, I appreciate that we're going to have Cap Show Pro on, but I'm going to ask that's the first thing I'm going to ask is how much? Oh, $90 a month is their pro plan. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. They got a starter plan for 59 a month. Episode titles, description, show notes, and transcript. Yeah, okay. For $29 a month. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'll sign up for an account and take a look. But the, mm-hmm. que- the question is, how much time do they really save you? And are you going to get docked by Google when they figure out that everything you're putting up online is by an AI? I don't know. Do we have a clue that Google is able to they, recognize that? They, I mean, say I they, know, they say they can. Well, I do, do know that all these platforms like Google and Microsoft and everybody are scared to death of chat gpt right now well um, because they're a threat to well their, it's a threat to models. search yeah so right. but you know the question then becomes if you you know one of the successes that i've had on geek news central is every article except for the two that we put up well one of the two that we put up has all been written by humans there's no there's no regurgitation of press releases there's their original copy and these, if the right same, if the right query is put in, the same text is going to come out every time. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, well, and that can't, could be picked up by, by yeah. Google. If this so, article is published multiple times on multiple sites, then, right. so, then it's either plagiarized or it's AI generated. So give, so as an example, you tell an AI, give me interview questions for Rob Greenlee. And it pumps out 10 questions. You, you get ants, you get going into an interview and someone asks you the 10 questions and they put that on the website, question, answer, question, answer. And then you get someone else that says, give me 10 questions to interview Rob Greenlee. Well, when did, where, where and when do we you have to use your damn brain? <laughs> Right. Use your right. brain. No, that's true. That's true. Do your own research instead of letting some bot figure it out. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sus to this. Yeah. So. It does raise a lot of questions about the future and how this technology is going to be used. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about how AI is going to replace people in their jobs and, and it, especially jobs around creating content or, you know, um, repetitive type jobs dealing with online forms and, and the whole spectrum, right? I mean, I've heard them say, I've heard people, people say that there really isn't any white collar jobs that, AI won't eventually replace, or even to some degree, the blue collar jobs or the jobs that are more labor intensive. My concern is those are going to be replaced by robots. So you kind of have to be a little bit concerned about, you know, there is technology at both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. So, and how do you, as a human, how do you protect yourself? How do you position yourself to move through life to not get victimized by, by technology? Yep. Well, we, we will see what happens with this. But they've made a model. You know, you read one of their blog posts here. 10 podcast show notes, best practices. Make sure your show notes are easy to scan. Have a search, op, search engine optimized title. Create a short but intriguing podcast summary. The main point of each episode. Visuals, videos, and graphs. Bios for your guests. A list of resources. Audio transcription. End with a call to action. Share your show notes to social media. Okay, they've trained their bot to do this mm -hmm. pretty soon people are going to be like, ugh, ugh, no originality for early yeah. adopters. The first hundred people to use this, they're going to be cool. They're going to do great. But when you get 10,000 doing it, right. then it all looks the same. There's nothing original anymore. It's going to be this, this machine fed, Horse right. manure. Well, that's that's where I, I guess that's they're going to have to try and solve that, right? And then, and, and then, as a consumer, what do you trust? <laughs> what do you trust right now? Well, I'm sure there's lots of blog posts being written. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or wherever, make sure you check in and say hello. I see you there. You guys haven't said hi. Um, so I, I think there is a potential here. I, I don't know. I just remain super, super cautious. Mm -hmm. 
I, I really do. And I don't want to be the old curmudgeon. So you got to do it that way. Right. But. It feels. Somehow, somehow we still have to maintain the magic of, of human, the human aspect of podcasting. We can't just auto, automate it to the point of not being relevant to anyone. Because if you are going to come up with a compelling episode title, episode player description, detailed show notes, social media captions, intriguing promo emails, full episode transcripts for optimal SEO impact, blog post, LinkedIn article, direct quotes, YouTube description. If you're going to put all of that into a system, again, it's rinse, wash, repeat, but done by a robot. And does it have the, the grammar in it too? This is the other question that I have. Um, yeah. So if it's, if it's that simple, then I'll just let the bot run the show for a few months. See what happens. Uh, you know, it can be the host and it can do everything. And then when I get sued for saying something inappropriate or get canceled, Yeah, that's an interesting question. Also, I just noticed, uh, I thought you might find this intriguing if you draw some connections here, but uh, Mr. Jack Dorsey, you know, the former yeah, CEO of yeah. Twitter and uh, Square, um, uh, I guess he uses Fountain to listen to podcasts. That's what I heard too. Jack, are you listening to the show? We'd love to have about a 5 million Satoshi boost. Yeah. Well, I know he's a huge fan of uh, of, of Bitcoin. So you thinking about the connection between Satoshi's and Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it's I a, can see why he might have a, a, a little bit of a fandom. So, thing so maybe on. I do a little bait and switch, put a message in the new media show show notes, put his name in there. See if we can attract him over. He's, yeah, I think he's, he's, he's invested as well into AI stuff. Yeah. So I, I mean, I guess, you know, and by the way, that's for the fountain guys. Congratulations. And a fountain is a, new modern podcast app that you can find at newpodcastapps.com, part of the podcasting 2.0 initiative that if you're not on, you're behind as a podcaster. Not part of the cool kids. And, 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 and I'm not going to, I'm not even going to mention who's going to be the most integrated podcasting 2.0 host in the very near future. Really? That's right. Wow. I can't imagine. I've, I don't know if we're going to be the number one or not. Who is going to be? Well, you know, um, everyone's doing a bunch of stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, just had to be a little naughty. You know, right, this thing may, right. we may break everything before it's all over. Who knows? Right. Well, you know, it's a good Or no one uses it. Right. <laughs> you never know. Um, right. You know, it's kind of funny. I was getting ready to do a, I was going to do the, uh, uh, getting ready to do a small YouTube video for, um, for lit and <laughs> got everything done. I got everything ready. I recorded this. I was on right, like five minutes. Bam. I hit it. Right. And I thought, oh, fantastic. I did one take. It didn't take me too long. And I loaded it up into the editing software and the audio was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but my sure SMB7, something happened and it just, the audio was 
it was the not the it was the the new one, you know, the one that plugs in with the USB. <laughs> oh, it, it was it was horrible. Right? I had bent the USB pin and and maybe a pin got broke or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to order that stupid cable again. So oh. I was like, oh, you know, one take and then the audio is like. Todd, did you see this article uh, written by um, Ashley Carmen from um, from Bloomberg, uh, whose the title of the headline was "Apple Podcast Doesn't Make the U.S. Hits Anymore." So, <laughs> so did you see this? Oh, people are upset that Apple is promoting shows that have Apple Premium. Yep. Which, by the way, you can publish directly at Blueberry. <laughs> Delegated delivery. Uh, We don't call it that no more. It's Apple. But Apple did. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, Well, Apple is a company that has to make money. Right. Okay. So, you know, they have to keep the investors happy. So they they hired a bunch of employees. They have to, to they have to podcast. They have to, you know, promote stuff that's going to put, pennies in to do are they surprised right i mean it's not like the, <laughs> the early days of the of the apple podcast platform when they had like four guys working on the platform so i've right. been thinking about doing a series a special series for my tech show called the 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 twitter files podcast and basically go over everyone do one episode on each twitter files and do the whole breakdown and make that available as a premium. I'm thinking about it, but I don't know where I can find the time to do it. Because the prep on that show will be extensive because I'll have to have like a whole bunch of stuff ready to rock and roll if I'm going to get through one of those in, you know, an hour. But it's, I thought about doing premium, but you know, it's like, I mean, you do all that work and then don't earn $20. I'd just rather just get boost. <laughs> you know, much easier. Right. Well, I've heard that there's a lot of people speculating that the Fauci files are coming. <laughs> no, that's, they already said they are. So yeah. yeah. Just why, why is it taking so long? <laughs> well, you know, when you have three or four people that are investigating each one of these things, it's, it is what it is, yeah. you know, or have they had some challenges, so. but I don't, I, I just, um, I, I think that, based on what we've been seeing on, you know, total number of shows and the, the number of folks producing content. Here's the challenge with a company like Cap Show. Um, they've built something big. They need to have a massive amount of revenue coming in um, right. to right. support that, that animal. And again, I, I'm going down to the bottom and I'm trying to figure out, you know, I'm looking for an about page to figure out well, who, who these folks are and you know where did they get their money, and what kind of a runway they're on? So I guess we'll get to ask them at the at the interview. You know, what's yeah. your background? Who's funded you? All that stuff in order to you know get a uh, a feel for is this going to be a long round for long term? Well, I think we're you know I think AI and this kind of stuff is, is with us going forward. I think it is either, for sure. Either embrace it, understand it, um, 
or I don't know what the alternative is. You know, I have a, I have it, a, it depends on if it works. I have a few ideas, but I am at the same point, again, remaining very, 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 very cautious. And I'm looking at these podcasts that are using this show, and I am not familiar with any of these people. I'm sure mm-hmm. they have successful podcasts, but I don't recognize any of these shows they have on their carousel. Todd, I'm on the podcastindex.org site l- looking at the latest uh, numbers in the index. Oh, and, yeah. And it looks like that, that number of shows has been going up. E- e- the number of, of total sh- shows. Yeah. So let me, let me find my little script and hit that. Let's see here. Where is it? Because yeah, I think we're at 4,117. Thousand five hundred ninety-three shows currently, and I think the last time I looked, it was below below forty-one. It, it was it's like, it's four million one hundred sixteen thousand nine hundred seventeen. That's what we're at. I just ran the script. I don't know if that number matches. Uh, no, but that's okay. It's close enough. Feeds with new episodes in the last thirty days three hundred forty-five thousand. Yeah. Uh, new episodes, total new episodes in 30 days is 1.819 million. Feeds uh, with new episodes in the last 60 days, 432. But here's the tell. Feeds with new episodes, 90 days, 489. That used to yeah. be 670. Mm-hmm. Feeds with value block, 11,243. Feeds with funding tag, 30,000. Feeds with transcripts, 23.4. Episodes with transcripts, 576,000. Feed with chapters, 14,600. Feeds with medium music, 44,507. Feeds with the medium video, 7,193. Because you can set a medium marker now in podcast 2.0 feeds. So, yeah. It's that that uh, thirty day number three forty five. That's 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 an eye opener. That's yeah. that's down. That's down fifty grand or fifty thousand. Since, since when? Since like the fall. Hmm. Um, I said I was going to start. Someone, I think, started a chart. I think thing. someone started a chart. John, are you listening? Did you start a chart for this? Um, it'd be easy if someone, this data is, you just got to hit this thing once every 24 hours and pull the numbers and you could, you could chart this in a spreadsheet. Plot it on a spreadsheet. If then... I, if I was smart enough, I would, and I don't, maybe I'll ask chat GBT to write, uh, write me a, uh, a program to pull this data into a spreadsheet every day. I mean, that's what I need to do. That's why I go over there and use chat GBT. If I can ever get in to write me some code to parse this into a uh, spreadsheet. So, so if you're a developer, should you be a little worried about these AI? No, well, life's going to get easier. It's going to be easier. You don't need, or is it yeah, gonna, it's going to get easier. Gonna, you you just replace them. No, because you know, there's people that are, are doing, you know, the, the code requires work. Sometimes you have something simple like this. Maybe it'll, it'll pump something out it's for not you. It's going to be complex. Right, right. But you know, it's, you're still going to need to know how to code to fix whatever goof ups that the system does. Oh, that was that. 
Uh, I don't know what that was. That noise that came in. Said, oh, someone, maybe someone's listening to the show. Oh, here we go. John's listening. Huh. See, this, you ask and you shall receive. I got this message on Mastodon. John, thank you so much for this. All right, here we go. Um, all right, let me look at this. Can you pull it up? On oh, the yeah, or? here we go. Look at this. Rock and roll, baby. All right. Oh, it's almost like chat. GPT over uh, the, the podcast. I'm right? going to tell you something. Uh, <laughs> John Spurlock is a very, very smart man. Yeah. And uh, people that don't know of him, he, he is very, very smart. So feeds with new episodes in the last, mm, from November 19th. So it shows you uh, last 14 days is up a little bit. Last uh, seven days is up a little bit over the past week. Uh, last three days is up a yeah. little bit. So this that's th a that's a fluctuation in uh in a in a what a three day period. Right? Yeah. So this scale is from eleven nineteen until one eighteen. So two months. So it's been pretty flat. Pretty flat, as I have been saying things are pretty flat right now. So let's look at this feeds with, uh, transcript value block chapters. You know, it's slowly going up. If I look at this number, it's, you know, it's, it's slowly increasing. It tells you the adoption rate, right? This is beautiful, John feed count change. Uh, here is the, you know, the numbers, uh, 114 feed count was up 10,000. You know, so you see big ups and downs. What uh, uh, date was the big upswing? On, the big upswing was on uh, January, was January 14th. And you'd have to, you know, have to dig in the data probably to see what caused that. And then there was big feed drops. And maybe there's some processing that is being done over on podcast index dot on the podcast index to, um, clean some things up because I think he runs scripts every once in a while to clean out the dead shows from anchor and a variety of other things. So you, know, you have to look at this with a little bit of discernment. So, so here's a telltale new episode in the last days. This top line is what color is that? That's bull per. Oh, okay. Purple green. Oh, I that guess the last 90 days. So this one is last 90 days is down. See, this is a, con this just in the, it just, you can see, we started off with, uh, on 1119, 5.7 million. And then on uh, a month later, 5.5 million. If we look at last 60 days, we started at 3.9 million going down to 3.6 million we go over here to last 30 days, 2.0 million to 1.8 last 14 days, 979 to 920, not as big. So there you can see that there's, there's new episode drop off. At least this date is showing the last month. Yeah. And, um, John, when I'm able to put splits in the system, not quite yet, maybe about another week. We'll uh we'll add you in the split because this stuff is I think the takeaway on all that is 
is everything is pretty much flat. It's flat. Well, no, that's it's it's not flat. There's a decline. Well, well, it's aspects, it's a thirty right. day decline. But again, this right. covered November nineteenth to January eighteenth. So that crosses over Christmas. But you look at Christmas right after Christmas, things really you could see the dip right yeah. after twelve twenty five. And here's the dumb thing. The, the time from 12.15 to one thirty is the number one time to game new listeners. Right. So people had New Year's resolutions and quit their shows or what happened, you know? We're good from 11.19 all the way through. And then you hit Christmas and boy, down she goes. Exactly. So, starting off the new year with a, a bang of enthusiasm. Yes. So the video, let's see when he started tracking one from 6970 to 71, not a big difference. Value block from 10.4 to 11.2. Chapters 13 to, that's a big number. That's a big jump. People are using chapters, thousand more shows doing chapters. Transcripts from 22,000 to 23,000 shows. Funding tag, 30,000. Well, I started at 29,555. So not that big of a. No. But yeah, this feeds in new episodes. There has been a bit of an uptick a little bit. Of course, people come on. You, you think about it though. Come off of, you see an upswing on three days, seven days, four, 10 and 14. Here's why. Because people, well, New Year's. people came off of vacation. Right. So they started creating content. So maybe this will this will translate out sixty days and stuff. Those those lines haven't been affected yet because it's not far enough. So there is maybe people are back, but yeah, right around the fourteen Christmas. day number is is trending back up again. Yeah, it's trending back bit. up quite a bit. So if you look at um, let's see here, let's come on New Year's Day two forty seven five five seven thirty day. Number is trending up a little bit. A too. little, yeah. So, so people definitely took a break over the holidays. You can see twelve twenty five. Then it didn't come back until yeah. And, well, first I mean, of across January. The board, things are trending back up again. Even even the last seven day number, that green line. Yeah, yep. Is also trending back up again. So it'll be fun to watch this. Um. Well, those that say podcasting is a hockey stick, all they have to do is look at this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, it's not growing that fast, but I think if you trended this out over multiple years, I think you would see similar pattern. I mean, I I think if you went back to the pandemic timeframe and the lockdowns, I think that the number of new feeds was growing a lot faster. And and he's already took care of this. I got to add this link to my, my cheater sheet. He's got a tab delimited data file available. It's in a TSV file. What what is TSV? Oh, that's interesting. I don't even know what TSV is. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look that up. So yeah, this is this is brilliant. I knew you I knew you did something with it, John, but I appreciate you uh so let's look at these total numbers. Um yeah. let's just scroll down again. It says here um total okay 
Let's see here. Anything interesting in these numbers? Well, there's no. they're tracking okay. ninety four million nine hundred ninety five total podcast episodes, but again, it shows total number of episodes in three, seven, ten, fourteen, thirty, and sixty days. New podcast episodes. That's a separate tracking. Yeah. Yeah. This 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 this, this is gold stuff right here. And this is this. The only reason we got all this, Rob, is because of the podcasting 2.0 folks. No one else is doing this, right? So here, here's a little. All right, podcasters, listen. I'm serious. Listen. Go over to podcastindex.org and throw these guys some money in PayPal. This thing has to be supported by us. This whole. What John's doing, I'm going to throw him in the value block. We'll make sure he gets a donation from us for going over this data. But take this and support this because this is where we can see without any interference. There's no commercial interest here. There's, right. there's, no, there's no one trying to juke the numbers, make up a story, and we can, we can see what's really going on in the podcasting space. If if I was a podcast investor, man, this this page alone that John has created is is invaluable to see what's going on in the podcasting space. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he put this up. Uh, the data is provided by Podcast Index, and John put together a script and you know coded some cool stuff up. I know some stuff John's working on. I can't talk about. So I'm expecting big things to come out of his court soon too. So. This is not just Adam Curry and Dave Jones. There's just a whole plethora of people doing, oh, I'm just going to call it the way it is, cool shit. <laughs> you, know, you know, excuse my French. It's cool. So this is at livewire.io is where this is yeah. hosted. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and for, you know, for, I'm sure for just average Joe programmer, this is just like a, you know, one on one exercise, I would think. I don't know. Maybe it's more complicated than that. But like, so, is this live live data is this? Yeah, plug, every twenty. He pulls this every twenty four hours. Oh, he does. Okay. Yeah. So go over and you know throw a podcast index of Benjamin. You know they're not getting rich on this. They're they're they have true expenses, server expenses every month to run all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And. Um, uh, Blueberry sends a donation. We try to do a donation every month. And you know, here's the thing. It says, it's getting tricky with this donation stuff, Rob. Uh, technically, once I get above 600 bucks, it gets, it gets weird. It gets weird. Mm -hmm. Because I just went, I just finished, we just finished an IRS audit. <laughs> And two and a half weeks up our knickers and we came out clean and I don't want to have to go through that again. It was a full blown. If you ever been through a full blown audit, you know, thank God for my CFO, you know, and job well done to him. But, uh, holy crap. It's a probe. Yeah, it is. And if you own a business, and this is something we've been like hardcore strict on. If you own a business, don't use your credit card for personal expenses because they will find it and you will be fined. <laughs> um, so 
yeah, this is this is cool. This is cool stuff. So I add that link to my. So I'll be able to pull this up again. I am going to a no agenda meetup tonight down in Fort Wayne. Really? Yep. I'm going to go hang out with a bunch of knights and dames. Wow. <laughs> People are like, what? What is that? Um, so is Adam going to be there? No, no. It's no. just a regional meetup. It's just a fan thing. Yeah. Fan thing. I, I don't, I, if there's 15 people there, I'll be happy. I'm not organizing it. Somebody else has. But anyway, this, you know, I, I, it's, it's an interesting time to be in the podcasting space. I'm, yeah. I'm prepping for a big event in February that I'm sworn to secrecy on. I can't talk about, but I guess I'll come back and say whether it was successful or not. So there'll be no show on February 8th. So, Speaking of uh, a topic that's related to the podcasting index, but I guess uh, Spotify is claiming that they have uh, 5.523 million shows okay. in their catalog. Great. Fantastic. So that's mm. all, that's over a million more. Yeah. Okay. They're counting everything that has, uh, they're counting everything that has been in their all, system all of the all time. They haven't re removed a two to three million dead shows that were right. in their platform. Right. So that you, yep, I guess they, they've got to have a number that gets bigger, even though it, it's, it's the, the sea of dead. Right. And then Apple claims that they have uh 2.528 million. Okay. So I know that they've been cleaning house pretty, pretty aggressively the last couple of years. So we've been looking at the podcast index data. I'm, I feel pretty confident about what they're putting out and the methodology they're using to keep the crap out. But well, also there's a lot of stuff that's podcast now that are not just spoken word. There's this whole ecosystem of content that's not in any directories that are being delivered as podcast music, indie bands. It just goes on and on and on and on. YouTube shows. Yeah, I don't know about that. Are being thought of by listeners as podcasts. Yeah. Um, okay. But the, I think it's interesting that the podcast, uh, the podcast, it's an industry insights. I think this is run by Daniel J. Lewis, right? Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's claiming that there's only five or 2.529 million podcasts. Okay. So, which is more in line with what Apple is claiming. Again, it's how you scrub the data. Right. And I know I've talked to Dave Jones about this topic of why there's this huge discrepancy between what they have and what Apple has and what Daniel has here. And it all gets back to, from what I gathered from Dave, is that there's, just like what you said, there's a lot of shows that are not in Apple Podcasts. Yeah. There's a lot of content that can't be in Apple Podcasts can't or have never submitted to them. I think both. Cause Apple doesn't pick up shows outside mm -hmm. of their submission process. No, they have to be submitted. Right. Which the index, the podcast index can pick up shows from anywhere. I don't, honestly, I don't care if the number's 10 million. That to me, that, well, it doesn't really matter. It's only the active shows that really matter. That's right. right. It's, it's yeah. what is, you know, what is, you know, what's active, what is, you know, what's being produced right now, what are you competing against as a content creator? 
and you're not competing against very much right now. Now, John, if you want to make this even more interesting, and if you can, we could get this data parsed somehow, then we would, what I would love to see, and actually I'm going to have this data soon. I'm just, yeah, I, I have to prioritize my dev work too, and not everything Todd wants, you know, the little pet projects, but active shows by category. That would tell you how many you're really competing with. So if you broke down every Apple, let's just take the Apple podcast categories, a top level, just do the top level categories mm-hmm. and shown those numbers, how many, you know, for arts and, you know, or for tech, how many have produced an episode in three, seven, four, three, seven, 10, 14, 30, 60, and 90 days. Then you get into some really, you can see what's really going on by genre. And right. then you could actually say, okay, there's uh, 862 true crime shows I'm actually competing against. Mm-hmm. Or whatever yeah, that number at, may be. I'm looking at the, the detailed statistics on Apple Podcasts in, in Daniel's site here, and it shows that there's about 75 million episodes that's available in, in Apple right now. And I noticed in the index about 95 million, 95. So there's about a 20 million difference, Yeah, but yet there's what, what three double, you know, about double. Yeah. A, a less than half of so the that, and, catalog. And that shows, and they've got, uh, John's got criterion here not to include, um, he has a logarithm or a rule set up and when an anchor show can be added because a brand new anchor show does not get into, I don't think it gets into the index until it hits a certain threshold. So, and also it says here that Apple, um, yesterday, um, added like, like 1100 shows. Um, and then in the last 30 days, they've added 20,000 shows to the Apple catalog. Okay. And they've removed in the last 30 days, about 11,000. Yeah. You notice they always remove less than they add. Cause the number, the, they can't let that number go down. That would be a negative. On right. That's a bad, bad PR spin for <laughs> right, them. Right. Right. The, yeah. Their total number of podcasts drops too fast. Right. When we did a directory clean, because I had not been adding to my directory for a while. We were actually, I was actually surprised how few shows we had. And our criteria was uh, no RSS feed, remove. If the RSS feed was dead, we take it down. If the media, if the RSS feed was up and no media, we took the show down. And that was the first gut that we ran through just to kind of clean, because we've had this thing running since 2006. So... I thought it was going to be much bigger than what it was. And I was shocked that, you know, I was expecting like 30, 40,000 shows being removed and it ended up being a couple thousand. And I was like, wow. So it, a lot of shows that have been really off the air since 06, mm-hmm. 07, their RSS feeds are still up and so are their feeds. I right. mean, so is their media. No one's going to ever listen to that stuff, but. Yeah. Todd is an, interesting stat in here about um, how long shows have been active, Mm. right? How long they've existed in the Apple catalog. 
Um, it said five plus years is about 150,000 shows. I believe that. They have a 10 plus year number. Mm -mm, just that's the longest is five plus. So if you think about five, you said those are active or have been in the, doesn't, it just says they've been in the direct. Just current catalog. Yeah. Shows. Well, I have a show that I, I rejuvenated here a few days ago. That's been around since 2006. It's called the blueberry test show. Mm. <laughs> it's got a single episode in it's me saying, Hey, this is a test. Don't, don't listen to this. This is, we, we're breaking stuff before you do, you know, that kind of thing. And, and that, but that show's not in Apple podcasts though. It, it's, it was removed a long time ago cause it wasn't active, but it's, you know, it's in our directory cause it has been. So. Right. And it says that there's about 690,000 shows in the catalog that have been in there for, from one to two years. Mm, makes sense. And then um, about 335,000 shows that have been in there for 91 to 365 days. So, and it continues to fall, but the, the eight to 30 day number is 182,000. Mm. And the zero to seven days is about 102,000. Right. That's interesting. Well, Rob, I've got a hard stop at uh, four 30 here. So, uh, we got about okay. five minutes left. Do you guys, are you guys getting tired of us talking about this stuff? You don't, you don't talk to us no more. So it's very, very simple. It's a simple thing. It's Todd at blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, blueberry without the E's or at geek news. Or you can use even our Twitter account at NMS podcast on Twitter. Uh, Rob. Yeah, I can be found on Twitter too at Rob Greenlee. Um, and I have a website, robgreenlee.com and you can certainly get a hold of me, Rob G at podbean.com. But I think Todd, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I know that we, we've been off quite a bit for, yeah. for during the holidays. Um, so I, I just wonder if us getting back going, getting some live shows going again, it'll help. Um, we'll rejigger this a little bit, or is there other things that we need to start doing with the show to reach people again. So, you know, the numbers are still good. I have to go back and pull the stats. I haven't been in there in a month or two, so I should go in and look. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know people complain when we're off. I see those comments. <laughs> so, right. you know, like some, some people care. I see them in different, different areas, <laughs> but, um, I just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Let us know. It's kind of slow right now in podcasting. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what can we do to kind of re-energize re it again? Uh, it just... Podcast naked, maybe. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. I think that always works. Yep. Now the thing is, I'm going to put my camera right below my chin. <laughs> that's I could be naked, but you're not going to see <laughs> that's it. That's right. So, right. <laughs> you might see the tips of my shoulder blades once in a while, but I'm going to put the camera right about, right about there. <laughs> well, well, you don't know if I'm wearing pants or not anyway. Uh, so, well, knowing, right. knowing you, probably not. <laughs> it's cold here. I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm wearing I pants. Yeah. I keep the house warm. So. Yeah. All, right, all right, everybody. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in and, uh, 
Uh, yeah, are we going to be doing a show before we head down uh, to... I fly on Wednesday, so no. It, the next one will be the live show at PodFest. Or okay. the, I don't know if we're going to be live. We're going to record it. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to be live yet either. Um, that's the other question. I was thinking about bringing my my camcorder. I don't know if you have a camera that you might want to bring that we mm. can probably set up to at least record the video and then try and match the audio up with it. Yeah, yeah. Let me think about that. I do have that kind of technology, but that means packing an extra suitcase and a tripod. But I'll, yeah, I'll I'll look and see what I've got here if we want okay. to do it well. Right. Okay. Well. That's all. That's always relatively that, you know, like who's going to man the camera. Whatever. Well, you just set it up and do a one shot and be done with it. Right. So. Which is kind of boring, but yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's what you get when you're on a, when you're on a tight budget, unless someone wants to throw us a whole bunch of money. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we got to get that, uh, specific, uh, prior Twitter, uh, executive listening to the show and throw us 5 million Satoshis or something. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Jack, 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 on, hey, Jack, we'll, of course, we'll lose half the audience if Jack invests in the show. A lot of people don't like Jack, but you know, it's, yeah, well, I'm not a, I'm not against taking an investment. I don't think Jack uh, <laughs> censored you, you know, no, not himself. It's not like he pushed the button. No. So, and, right. you know, but it, yeah, I'll leave it, leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll see right. you. Uh, Actually, we won't see you next Wednesday, but we'll have an addition for you. Uh, come out of podcast should be a very spirited conversation. Yeah, thanks everybody. All right, and I'll, I'll leave you with a with a screen. And uh, let's see here, which screen? We'll we'll throw you the the Saturn screen, and you can see the boost grams as we're heading out. Thanks everybody. Take care. See you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Right, bye bye. Bye.